Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Tucker, I don't say this with pride. I, I really don't. I, I'm just being factual. I've never voted. I, and so I'm not saying that with pride. I'm hardcore MAGA tonight. I'm, I'm har- I will be voting. I am hardcore MAGA. I've never voted. I, I did. You know, I observe Trump. I'm somewhat yeah. supportive of Trump. But they have made me MAGA. And they have made me ready for whatever is next because what they are building for young people... I can't I can't sit by and just let it happen without raising my voice and without willing being willing to sacrifice whatever so that kids don't live in a communist Marxist society. These people that think the government is going to take care of them don't understand history, that they've never studied history. They don't understand how tyrannical a government is. <laughs> what, what's if they have their way? I, I, if they have their way, we're all catching hell except for the elites. And yes, I have a very good bank account and perhaps I'm an elite, but my heart is working class. My parents were factory workers. I came from nothing in this country. I'm black. They're telling everybody black here, oh, you can't come from nothing and make it in this country. That's bullshit. This country is the greatest country in the history of the planet. It's the safest, most prosperous place for black people and all people. That's why people are beating down the doors to get here. And they've demonized the whole thing and they've turned Trump into this devilish, Luciferian character when they are the devils. They're the ones that don't believe in God. Jason Whitlock. I agree. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yep. Tucker, I don't Um, say this with... Sorry, I screwed up there. I decided to open with that because I couldn't have said it any better. Jason Whitlock, one of the few guys in sports media who has the balls to tell the truth, telling his people and anyone who will listen the truth. And that, guys, is what is on the line right now with the indictment, the fake, false, fraud, bullshit indictment of Donald Trump, which just came out yesterday. That is what is on the line. We are either moving forward into a new republic where evil is punished or we are moving forward into a communist hell where the American people and billions of other people on this planet are going to be sacrificed. And I do mean that literally. That's what's on the line. And I think Jason could not have said it any better. Welcome to Friday Night Fun Time. It's not a lot of fun tonight. I'm not sure it's going to be fun for a while in the future. Uh, We are missing Jenny Constantine tonight. She had a last minute thing come up. Guys, I don't think it was Chad from Tinder. Uh, She's a single mom. (laughs) She's a sorry, Jenny, if you're watching, I'm just joking. Uh, she's a single mom. Stuff comes up. She couldn't make it tonight. Uh, we do anticipate having her back next 
Friday, which is too bad because I wanted some serious cursing uh, on this show. I'm also joined tonight by, uh, of course, Dr. Brooks Agnew and TV's Blake Wally. Guys, I am drinking a Jeremiah Red Red Beer Adult Beverage tonight. Dr. Brooks Agnew, before we get to your opinions on things. What do you, oh, Perrier. Perrier, hardcore. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> I know Blake's not going to let me down. Doc, uh, a TV's Blake Wally, what exactly are you drinking? Tonight I've got the Liberty Creek Cabernet. Liberty Creek Cabernet out of a box. Remember, kids, if it's not out of a box, it's not real wine. Exactly. Uh, great intro by Blake Wally. He got Jenny in just in time for her to not make the show, which kind of <laughs> sucks. But uh, that's a great entry. We may need a new entry, a new um, intro video next week, uh, right? Because we uh, we might have a different theme for next week. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> All I know is we got a captain, we got a science officer, and we got a chief engineer. And I don't know what. Uh, and maybe we're going to have a green dancing woman. I don't know. It's going to be fun. Let's hope Jenny comes back next week so we can do the Star Trek thing. All right. It's logical. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, there, the rumor out there is that there are these indictments. This indictment is a sealed indictment that there are along the lines of... Um, but CNN knows. CNN knows there are 34 counts. Yeah, CNN somehow knows that. But there are 34... Um, counts against trump i hear only one is considered a felony all of them would appear to be past the statute of limitations which ought to kill the thing right there jen jen from our earlier show today jennifer Fala says it's going to come to nothing it's all going to fizzle out i can't see the nypd which really does support donald trump helping them go through with this i don't know what's going to happen why don't we just start with you brooks and give us your opinion on what is actually going on here well i mean we kind of know what's going on there's a plot uh which is paid for by soros blood money uh this da ran his campaign on i'm going to get donald trump whatever it takes i'm going to get donald trump you can mug old ladies you can rape you can steal you can carjack but I'm going to get Donald Trump. Right. That's what he ran on. That's why he won. That's He's doing exactly what his constituents want him to do. The trouble is that that's not the way our justice system works. We prosecute crimes. Not it, is the way it's, it is the way it works, Brooks. It's not the way it's supposed to work. It's not the way it's supposed to work. Right. But uh, Rand Paul has already called for the DA to be put in jail, and the Judiciary Committee has requested him to come. He has refused to come, so now they're writing up a subpoena. If he doesn't show up for the subpoena, they're going to arrest him. And I believe, uh, as of tonight, tonight's Friday night, of course, Friday night fun time, I believe that that uh, indictment is going to fall apart and go away. I don't think that any arrest will be made. That's my call. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's really interesting about this is that Trump becomes the first ex-president ever indicted for anything. We all know it's bullshit. Uh, it's all about the Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels being, as the British would say, a proper garden tool who still owes Donald Trump. That means she's a hoe, by the way. Um, still owes Donald Trump $318,000. But, Blake, I wanted to... Um, excuse me. Um, burping is so unprofessional. 
Yes, but yes, Brooks. Well, I was going to say he's not just an ex-president. He is an announced official candidate, candidate for the presidency. For 2024. That's, that's I have no problem with ex-presidents being arrested. I would no. love to have seen Obama arrested or Bush <laughs> or Clinton. Absolutely, because they committed crimes and they need to be uh, convicted of them. I have no problem with Hillary or Brennan or Comey or any of them. Call them political arrests if you want but they all need to be in a, a supermax prison. But a political candidate, that's different. Interesting that you brought this up because one of the things this does, Blake, is if you look at it, Trump becomes the first indicted president in US history. And according to this meme, here's the second, here's the third, and here's the fourth. Um, <laughs> I like this. I think that, you know, here's the thing. I think the mistake that they've made is that, this opens up everything. This means that we can now, on our side, there, this is a sealed indictment. Remember Q said the first indictment will shock you or something along those lines. Uh, they open up a sealed indictment. Doesn't that mean that John Durham can now open up his sealed indictments? Ooh, that could be very interesting. Yeah, well, they did it to themselves. They wanted to play this game, so... There you go. So it's going to be turned around on them eventually. But, uh, yeah, I guess they're pretty desperate. They're back against the wall. And uh, they had to take out their biggest threat one way or another. So they've got uh, 34 counts, but it doesn't seem to mean anything. And in math, you know, 34 times 0 equals 0. Doesn't any Times any number is 0. doesn't matter how many counts they have. We'll, we'll see what they actually bring. But it's as uh, – yeah, everyone knows that this is BS. It's 100% politicized. They're trying to, um, you know, again, go after the, their biggest enemy, somebody that could actually turn the tables and go after them. So they have to do it, and it just shows how desperate they are, and they're losing January 6th. They're losing the war on Ukraine. The banking system is falling apart. They just had a disaster with the... Uh, uh, the transurrection, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, so yeah. they had to get this. Yeah, they had to, you know, get the uh, news on their side again, and they have. But it's going to backfire spectacularly. Uh, yeah, all for Stormy Daniels. Now she's trying to uh, capitalize on this. She owes Trump a bunch of money, and she's, I guess, apparently thrilled about this, so she can sell a bunch of merch, so she can pay him off. But. Uh, you know, with say a Clinton or you know a sexual predator like you know Joe Biden, you know she, it's not like it was whether it happened or not. It wasn't you know rape or sexual assault like um, you know Tara Reid, Tara Reid, yeah, Paula Jones or anything like that. Yeah, Paula Jones, Juanita so, Broderick. Yeah, so how are they going to do play this double standard? So. We'll see. It looks like they've overreached, and now we have to uh, push back and go on the attack at some point. Well, again, and I think here's how we should push back. Um, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, there are some people saying uh, Trump should just stay in Florida and let the New York try to ex let New York try to extradite him. Um, that's one strategy. But some people are saying, well, that makes him look like he's afraid. And we don't want him to look like he's afraid. So he's going to go there. Apparently, there's supposedly there's an agreement that he's going to go there Tuesday and surrender, which I would not do. I would not, under any circumstances, allow my client to be handcuffed. I would not allow him to be printed. I would not allow him them to take a mugshot of him. I would not allow any of that. I would simply submit paperwork. 
none of it would take place in New York. Now, so we got a lot of these issues. Um, I personally, I know somebody used to be on Secret Service detail, and I've I've called him, and I haven't heard back from him. Because so I assume something is going on. But I have well, heard. Previous, I don't I've I heard previously. He, I think he wants to know. I think he'll play it up. I think he'll smile and he'll say, "Guess who's next?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's possible. So the question I you know, I have at this point, too, guys, is, I mean, what do you think the NYPD will do? The NYPD loves this guy. They always have. He's been a huge supporter of them. And except for a few of the political guys at the top, they all like him. And there were rumors that when this came out like a week ago, two weeks ago, which, the, which by the way, the same person who now indicted and said it, was all a fake story he made it up oh geez it's fake yeah there there we here we have it um that they're either going to sick out or they're not going to show up or they're going to refuse their orders to do this and not so, show up in uniform what do you think what do you think the chance i mean if i was them i'd say yeah we're going to show up and we're, we're gonna we're not going to allow them to do anything to him I, what do you think is going to happen with that, Brooks? Anything? Well, I, you know, it could go so many different ways. It could be a total press cluster. It could be a great MAGA event, you know, as he's driving into New York. Both sides of the street are lined with Trump flags all the way. Everybody cheering him and thumbs up all the way. Cameras flying overhead. It would be the biggest New York rally ever. But there are other things that could go wrong. They could kill him. Yeah. Yep. And um, I understand that his Secret Service detail will not allow that to happen. They will not allow him to be um, that vulnerable. So I, I think that means he doesn't go to New York at all. Because, you know, if they don't, even if they, even if they don't allow him when he's inside the court there or whatever to be isolated, there's always somebody can always shoot him from a rooftop, right? Like, I mean, you know, isn't there isn't there a lot of inherent danger in going into a shithole like New York? <laughs> There's a lot of buildings and a lot of windows. Yeah, it'd be hard to uh, secure the entire area. And who knows what kind of police presence they're going to have. It's supposed to be all hands on deck. But it could be a mutiny within the ranks if they can follow certain orders. And if they can't guarantee his safety, if he gets you know taken in, into custody, then maybe the Secret Service would refuse it. And we'll see if, uh, you know, DeSantis, uh, you know, refuses the extradition, too. So that's another angle. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting uh, week because he's supposed to be there Tuesday. But, yeah, they could play out many number of different ways. Um, Christine Packer says they're, they're grasping for straws, digging the bottom of the barrel. And this is interesting because I heard from the mechanic um, 10 days ago that the New York police chief had received a phone, two phone calls, one from Hillary Clinton and one from Barack Obama saying, are you insane? If you go through with this, guess who's next? Guess what they can do when they turn the tables on us, which, you know, some people say 2024. I think it's way sooner than that if they go through with this. Um, and that made me feel pretty comfortable. But now they've gone ahead and gone forward with it. So um, if they set this legal precedent, then these two, then then Barack and Hillary and Bill and uh, George W. Bush and Mike Pence are all in really, really big trouble because I hear that Durham is going to unseal some of his indictments in the next couple of days. What do you guys what do you guys think about that? Uh, Brooks, any thoughts about where this could go? 
yeah, I, you know, it could be, like I said, it could turn into a cluster. And then what happens? The integrity of the court system itself falls apart. And it's difficult to get that stuff back. Uh, like I said, uh, for the last couple of weeks, Congress only has three jobs in the world. And that is to write laws, control the money, and declare war. They don't need to be doing these committees. They don't need to be subpoenaing anybody. All these public show hearings are just a bunch of crap. Nothing ever happens out of them. What they need to do is use their superpower. Cut off the money. Cut off the money. All this ends the moment you cut off the money. It's interesting that you should go there because one of the other things I was told by uh, a contact that uh, some of you may know and love is that the U.S. Treasury, deep state forces within the U.S. Treasury, have put out the word to everyone, everywhere around the world, if you have U.S. dollars, paper dollar bills, the, sorry, this is Bolivar and Iraqi dinar, but we want them. And if you bring them to us, we will set up digital accounts, crypto, whatever form you want with the exact amount, you can keep it all, you can bring it on ledger into the system, but we get to keep the actual cash and we will forgive all your crimes. So you've got rapists yeah. and murderers and child traffickers and, and cartel leaders, mm -hmm. all have been given the green light to bring US dollars to these treasury department officials. This is not necessarily officially the U.S. Treasury, it's people within the U.S. Treasury, because the deep state cabal has been cut off from so many money sources that they are now desperate. And I understand it's been over $7 billion that they've already brought in by doing this with criminals. Um, what does that tell you, Blake? Does that tell you that maybe the deep state's in a little bit of trouble? or And that's why they've done this? I mean, this is an act of desperation, right? Oh my, yeah, to make deals with, with criminals to uh, just because you're desperate for liquidity to prop up your uh, you know, floundering financial system. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can only imagine that we've gotten to that level. Hopefully it's, I don't, I don't know what I said, I don't know what to believe is, is true or what I think. I mean, this could be just an epic ending if, uh, you, know, you know, Durham starts unsealing stuff. He's been quiet lately, so that'd be cool if he swooped in. Or it'd be great if maybe the White Hats had some tricks up their sleeves. So we got the big showdown. Uh, they've just uh, declared war on MAGA. Well, they have been already, but this was a, a key move. It's now the indictment of Trump. And, um, yeah, the financial system, which could crumble this year as they've got to go against BRICS and as they you know, lose the war against Russia. So they're going to be doing all kinds of things to, uh, to save themselves and their, uh, their old system, the old guard. So making deals with criminals, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty low. But uh, that's that is low. what I hear is taking place. That is what I hear is taking place behind the scenes. And that means to me that the deep state is on its – they're backed into a corner. And they're now desperate for money, desperate for funds. Um, Brooks, you think that's a, a real story? Do you buy that story from what you hear? Well, I, I think that cash is the currency of crime myself. And 80% of the currency that's been printed in the last five years is outside of the country. So there is a problem with cash itself. That and the last two years have created 
a well and and all of the invasion has created a huge subculture of what i call the bankless millions in this country there are about 35 million adults in this country who do not have bank accounts they live and work and thrive on cash only they work for cash i see them every day in the minute mart paying for their gas with cash uh, they mail bundles of cash around the country to one another. I see them at the post office when I take books to, to ship, sending off bundles of cash. There's a huge cash subculture that is not in the banking system. So I can see them saying, we will admit you into the banking system, but you got to bring all your cash in. But you know what that does? That takes away all the ID requirements to have a bank account. You don't need a birth certificate. You don't need a government picture. You just bring your cash in and you get an account. And that, to me, is a big setup for a CBDC. Well, yeah, it, it is. And, you know, it means that, yeah, they're setting them up with tre Treasury Direct accounts. Right. Is probably what they're doing and issuing them black cards that they can spend out of. Uh, oh, somebody's and they're even going to offer them one percent interest or something like that as an incentive to bring it Probably. in. Probably, which is huge. Which is actually actually huge these days. One percent is an amazing uh, total to get. Okay. Um, given the thing is, Brooks is that they have to be at this level of desperation, or they wouldn't have done this. This is not something they needed to do right now. If you, if you look at the conventional playing field, it's not something they need to do right now. So that must mean we're broke. The fiat currency system is broken. I think it means that, look, this is to cover something else up. And that's either going to be the collapse of the banking system, which could start, I understand, you know, it could start over the weekend. People say Monday, people say Tuesday, could start on the 1st. I'm trying to guess, like, what's the next move? Because here's the thing. If the stock market is collapsed, if it goes to shit and everybody panics and takes their money out of the banks, which is what if Trump, if, if Trump is forced to show up in New York and stand for a mugshot, I don't care if all these clowns in cowboy hats. Yes, 107, I'm talking about you. And I'm talking about you, Derek Johnson. I don't care if they say, oh, no, this is a good thing. I'm tired of having clusterfucks be called a good thing for us, for the, for the good people. Because yep. it's not. So let's do this. Let's help them collapse the banking system. Let's go to the bank and pull out all your cash. I'm only going to leave enough cash in there that I need to pay my bills at the first of the month. I've taken the rest of it out and I'm going to stuff it in my mattress. And if you want it, come and get it in my mattress. Come and get it. You'll get a face full of lead. Well, something. If you do that, be my guest. What do you think about that? If we were able to collapse the banking system right now, then all of their paper monopoly money, even if they have it, becomes worthless and it can be done overnight. What do you think about that as a strategy to get back at them, Blake? And I'm talking about operating outside of any guidance by the good guys. Fuck them. They haven't done shit for us. They haven't done shit for the January 6th prisoners. And they haven't done shit for this poor guy who just got convicted of memes. So fuck them. What do you think about this as a strategy for the people? I think it's an awesome idea, Mike. Yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. Start with different levels of civil disobedience. And just keep pushing. Yeah, just try to be as, as peaceful as possible, but still starve the beast 
in that way is the banking system and then other things as we continue until they let them out or to stop this madness. But this can't continue where we have country and no future. So, yeah. Brooks, um, what do you think about promoting the idea to everybody within the sound of your voice? Go take your money out of the banks. If the, if 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 Trump is actually forced, if he's actually booked on these bullshit false charges, what do you think about just telling everybody, let's go take all of our money out of the banks? Well, you could go further than that. You could stop uh, sending in your tax money. Uh, states yeah. could do yeah. that. Uh, you don't want to encourage that on the air. <laughs> well, you know... Uh, Making a run on the banks isn't gonna isn't gonna do anything except destroy your your local uh, you know financial infrastructure. However, I've been telling my listeners for a while you need to convert your residual cash into assets: gold, silver, platinum, palladium, liquor. You know, some tradable item that's an asset that doesn't lose value, because that's what the wealthy do when they see this massive inflation coming where they're just running the printing presses with ghost dollars they turn their cash into assets because owning stuff and i know you can't go out and buy a bunch of land or houses nobody's got that kind of money but you can buy silver bars you can buy gold coins you can convert your cash into hard assets and then you're immune to this inflation as they run the printing presses it just makes your metal worth more money well you know as I say, Brooks, so it collapses your local banking system. So we want chaos. We want this system destroyed. And if we can help, I say, let's go do it. And yeah, you can take it. You can keep it in cash or you can take it and go convert it into silver. And then, oh, two weeks from now, I got a few more bills to pay. Got to make my car payment. Well, let me take my silver back in and sell it back to the guy. I guarantee you the price will be going up on that silver or your fiat cash. The other thing you can do is you can take your cash in. You can pay your bills by hand. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to put it back in the fucking bank. <laughs> Fuck them. I can go to the cable company and pay my bill directly with cash and get a receipt. Cell phone. And it's done. Yeah, absolutely. You can take care of Cell phone, 90% of your bills with cash. And by the way, exactly. if you go to make your mortgage payment and you try to pay cash and they refuse the cash, do you realize that your contract, their contract with you becomes null and void. That wow. is a great thing to tell people. So anyway, I say at this point, we need to have, um, we need to, we need to resist. We need to fight back. If that, if this actually, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to wait and see like everybody else. I want to wait and see if this whole thing collapses before we ever get to Tuesday. But if it doesn't, you know, and, and I mean, again, if there's a white hat plan, right, by the Wano Savin crowd to, to go through the, oh, we need to go through this. No, we fucking no, don't. No, we don't. Okay? We, ne we needed, never haven't needed to go through any of this. And if you tell me there's some quantum fucking computer out there that can see the future, and this is the only way we don't have nuclear Armageddon and civil war, bull fucking shit. See, I'm trying to make up for Jenny's cursing. With I can see the future as well <laughs> as any computer. These people like Comey and Strzok and everybody should have been arrested and charged back in 2017. If they weren't, Trump should have fired everybody. Trump, what Trump should have done when he got came in is he should have gotten a list of every officer that had been promoted 
to flag level under Barack Obama, and he should have reassigned them all to the farthest north station he could find in Alaska. And then he should have built one farther north and moved them all there as soon as that one was done and said, this is where you are forever. Enjoy it. But he didn't do any of that stuff. So now it's time to fight. And I, I again, I'm going to tell you, if it for me, if it comes to Trump actually standing up there, it's it's a kick in the balls to us. It's a it's not even a dick punch. It's a kick in the balls to everybody who has supported this guy. And it is not necessary. And if this is their plan, fuck their plan because it's bullshit. Blake, do you have anything to say? And calm me down. Or, no, no, not really. This, this is a great to fight back and not to like take to the streets yet. I think so. I think you're on the right track. So start with the, the civil disobedience that continually gets escalated. We can't just roll over and let it happen or they're just still going to keep doing it until they have a reason not to. So that would be a reason that's, not that's, to. If that, That's exactly yeah. what Jason Whitlock was just saying. It's like, I, I am not going to sit here anymore and let them have, you know, drag queen story hour for our children and, you know, have trannies shooting up Christian schools, I'm not going to sit here and be silent anymore. And Brooks, it looked like you had something you wanted to add. Well, I mean, this when you start pouring testosterone into a, a prepubescent uh, girl, you're going to get mental problems, serious mental problems. Guys yep. can scarcely handle testosterone dumped into their system, and we have the Y chromosome. You start yeah. dumping it on a woman, and she's going to have a schizoid breakdown. And that's why this... And it's going to be violent. Yeah, because this hardcore trans community is violent. If you don't believe me, I don't think you can find a single solitary video out there where trannies are not either assaulting or molesting children or their veins are popping out of their necks and their eyes are bulging out of their heads and they're screaming as loud as they can into a megaphone as they slice off their breasts and splatter themselves with blood. That's real healthy. That's what we're seeing. And when we're actually seeing the results of a call for violent action by the trans community to buy guns and go take action against Christians. And we get a Christian school shot up and it's not the first. Well, Jane Fonda, they're, they're trying to say Trump should be indicted for inciting a resurrection when he literally said, Blake, you were there. Go away and protest peacefully. Now go and protest peacefully. Yeah. Blake, you were there, I think, for the speech, right? In Washington, yeah, D.C. Now they're going to harvest you. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, go peacefully and patriotically, I believe is the word. Yeah. Yeah. And Jane Fonda said, we need to start killing these people. And then well, four days about later, Madonna saying, I've thought a lot about blowing up the White House. What? Yeah. And she did that for I, I, a bunch of crazy women wearing pussy yeah. hats in the streets. And by the way, yeah. the streets, when those people went home, were horrible. It took them days to clean it up. When we went home, and Blake was there, when we went home, there was not a single piece of paper on the ground. Nowhere. Huh. We used the trash cans. We left no rubble. We didn't molest anything. We didn't tear up anything. From the Washington Monument all the way to the Renaissance Hotel, it was spotless. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think of that like that. But yeah, he's had overflowing trash cans, but nothing yep. on the ground. Yeah. Not enough porta potties, I will say that. But <laughs> yeah, that was uh, a problem. 
<laughs> it, it, chewing gum saved my ass. Yeah, because I didn't have to. Both of us with slightly enlarged prostates, <laughs> over over forty. Are we all over forty on this show now? Yeah, all of us. Wait, are you forty? Forty-five, uh, actually. Yeah. I, I'm forty-five. So says my doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm forty-seven. Obviously, I'm the oldest one here. So just. Uh, just reaching that. Um, Mike would make a great football coach. You, you are. You are correct. <laughs> Go get up. Take your you know why? You know why I would make a great football coach? Because you know how to play. If I was in a, if I was in a game and my team was leading twenty to three, with eleven minutes and fifty three seconds left in the third quarter, and my guy intercepted a pass at the thirty seven, and then after three downs. We had fourth and one at the Redskins 49. I wouldn't fucking punt. I would go for it on fourth down, especially considering that we've been averaging five yards per carry on the ground in that game. Unlike a certain other coach of a certain team who he needs to not be coaching anymore. So, yeah, I would make a good coach. I would make a good coach. I would be good. Um, Old dog says he's 45 for the 24th time in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, um, I don't have too many other issues. Uh, the thing is, you know, Brooks, we had this thing we talked about last week where Xi and Putin talked about things are about to happen that haven't happened in 100 years. And I do think this is a trigger. This Trump indictment is a trigger. And there are people who say, and I believe this to be true, that Putin, Xi, and Trump are on the same team, that this is a much bigger global game that I think is very important. And uh, something really interesting happened two days ago. Anybody know what it is? It's quiz time. Anybody know something international that was important in the big picture? Anybody have a guess what I'm talking about? No. Was it the Austrian, okay. the walkout, Austrian walking out when Zelensky was speaking? The Austrian walking out when Zelensky was speaking is good. That's okay. a good one. And we should talk about that. But no. Who went home to Brazil this week? Two days ago. Bolsonaro did. Oh, that's right. And they because cheered the, him. The, well, of course they did because they elected him, millions of Brazilians. How many is a Brazilian? I don't know. Quite a few. It's the old thing. Captain, you know, Captain Kirk, did, did, did you sleep with a Brazilian? I don't know how many is a Brazilian. <laughs> um, Bolsonaro went home. And I think that means the trigger is about ready to, if there is a plan of which there is no evidence at this point, but well, that's not necessarily true. Phil Goodlewski said the other day, you know, actually he didn't say this. He said, things are now going to start happening that we've wanted to see happen for four or five or six or seven years. And Jen said, we are now on the offensive. That was her message today. We are now on the offensive and it's goddamn time. If that's true, then Bolsonaro Returning to Brazil, I think, is a key part of that because he's not going back there for the next election cycle. He's going back there to throw out this bastard Lula, this commie bastard who stole this election. And he wouldn't be going back there, I don't think, unless he was – it was safe for him to go there. Am I wrong? Blake, what do you think? Well, that's Brooks, interesting. To say. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you say that because um, with Bolsonaro – uh, you have the, uh, the with bricks. So I thought they kind of got rid of Bolsonaro, whatever the deep state or whoever they've been meddling around there for forever, decades in South America, putting in their guys so that they wouldn't go along with bricks. 
So if Bolsonaro right. goes in there and they he's aligned with the BRICS countries, and maybe that would uh, be an interesting angle to that if that happens and then they can join with, with Trump or whoever later. But it looks like they're teaming up against the uh, the deep state and the dollar and world reserve currency and, and changing that over is going to be a new power structure. But interesting, yeah, Bolsonaro and then Trump are brought into that. And that would be, you know, the, this kind of new era on the planet, which would be pretty spectacular. So I guess that's one thing I can see with that. If Bolsonaro is successful in throwing Lula out, yeah. it will set the stage for this happening all over the world and and in America where it needs to happen the most. And I, you know, we all thought before Bolsonaro bugged out and went to Mar-a-Lago that that's what was going to happen. But Brooks, he left Brazil. He went to Mar-a-Lago for what, two months? Now he's back in Brazil, surrounded by millions of loving followers, just as Donald Trump is. And he got a lot of. What do you think? Of, what do you think about my? Well, scenario? he got a lot of training, and he got a lot of coaching when he was at Mar-a-Lago, and he made a lot of connections, especially banking connections. So going back to Brazil, he's going to be able to pull a lot of the Brazilian corporations uh, and Uruguayan corporations to support him. Yep. Okay, so um, I think Brazil is definitely something to watch. Uh, where's Jenny? Cinna Thomas, maybe you missed it. Jenny had a last-minute emergency and could not be on the show tonight. She's a single mom with three kids. We hope to have her here every Friday, but if we don't, we just go with the Friday night testosterone <laughs> power hour. All right, um, Brooks, I want to get, you know, this is a different show without Jenny. There's no entertainment thing tonight. I don't think we're going to do a top five. It's strictly news. We have this Donald Trump story. I don't think there's much more to it except to ask one final out question. Let's get out of this issue. And I'm going to start with you, Dr. Brooks Agnew. Does Trump get booked and charged on Tuesday or not? Yes or no? No. It's going to be delayed. Uh, Congress is going to put a tremendous amount of pressure on this. They're not going to allow this to happen, uh, at least not this week. They may still push for it. Maybe the state will, you know, just not give up on it. But Florida is going to resist. This is going to happen on Trump's schedule, and it's going to happen Trump's way, and it ain't going to be Tuesday. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, Blake Wally, yes or no? Does Donald Trump, and you can elaborate. Yeah. Please elaborate. Does Donald Trump get arrested and booked on Tuesday? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. I don't think that they can ensure his safety. And I, I wouldn't trust any of these people. And if it's a political hit job, why couldn't something happen to him? And as people are pointing out in chat, as, you know, they got to Epstein. I mean, they could go. There's no way. So are they going to put Secret Service detail on him? I don't know how they do that or whether they can secure him or they can put him on house arrest. There's got to be some kind of negotiation. You can't let him go into enemy territory at the mercy of people that have been out to get him for a long time. That'd be a dangerous move. So no is the final answer. Well, okay. Um, I don't want to disagree with you guys. I want to agree with you. I, I haven't heard from the mechanic. I'll call him again. I want to believe that they're not going to let this happen. But I'm afraid I have to say yes. I think he will get arrested. I think he will be booked. Um, on Tuesday? Because, 
be on Tuesday because the le- the White Hats have failed us at every turn, True. and I think they want to kick us in the balls. And it may be some bullshit Juan Osavin, well, we have to go through this crap uh, reason. Or it may simply be that they don't really exist or they don't have any power. They don't have the power we expect them to have. But I do think, yeah, this is going to happen because everything shitty that could have possibly happened in the last seven years has happened. And nobody's done a goddamn thing about it, including, including children being shot up in schools. We could have put fences, security fences, and armed guards in every school in this country after Columbine, much less after Trump took over. And we didn't do shit about it. Well, they had good defenses at the other school, and she had to change her target. So she went to the softer target, which was the Christian school. They all do that. And all they really were lacking was safety glass. Because if they had wired glass, she wouldn't have got in. I sincerely hope that brooks and blake and jen are correct that this whole thing is going to fall apart by tuesday if if it does i'll be happy to be here next friday wrong well the first time i didn't say it was going to fall apart i say it's going to happen on trump's schedule okay. it's not going to happen on okay. tuesday okay all right well then that's kind of a interesting way of modifying the discussion but uh i expect it to be bad because so far everything's been bad and there's no evidence that we're on the offensive yet. We'll know we're on the, we'll know we're on the offensive when Durham comes out on Monday and opens up sealed indictments against Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Peter Strzok, you know, uh, James Comey and all these people, about 50,000 of them would be great. And they all get arrested. Then I'll say, now we're on the offense so far. Well, look at look at Jim Jordan. He was making smoke this week about uh, wanting to find out what documents of the 1100 and something documents that Biden had. What documents did he have? We know the documents Trump had. It was Trump memorabilia. It was Trump stuff that had to do with Trump presidency. We know the stuff that Biden had probably had to do with Chinese secrets. But we don't know what the documents are. We don't know what exposure we had there because they won't tell the committee what documents they stood there in the committee and denied them access to the documents Mm -hmm. so here we are guys on the actual break i think the the wheels that have been set in motion yesterday are going to lead to we're going to find out we're going to find out if there are any good guys we're going to find out if they're on our side or if they're only on their side and they're really not good guys they're just their guys. We're going to find out, or they're just not the bad guys. We're going to find out if the bad guys have been in charge of this the whole time. We're going to find out if Q has really just been Operation Truth all along. We're about to find out, and at least we will have that to go on. At least we will know over the next few weeks whether it is time to pick up our muskets and keep our powder dry and get going. We'll, we'll know what we have to do. At least that's one of the good things about this. And so uh, that is in motion. That is not, I, you know, again, when are we on the offensive? When we see something happen that's good for us, that makes us cheer that we can go rub in the faces of Democrats. That's that's when we'll know we're on the offensive. Um, okay, Brooks, I would like to ask you, there's this other scenario out there that we've talked about. I'd like to see, by the way, I'd like to see a 
a meme with, you know, a holy trinity, a triangle of Trump, Xi, and Putin, you know, with halos over their heads and a glowing triangle behind them, the holy trinity. <clears throat> because I, I've been told by people in the woo-woo world, you know, you're kind of in our woo-woo world, but you're not really that much in the woo-woo world, folks. You're more, you're more grounded. You're more grounded than even I am. That this is really all part of this Nastara Jasara game. And that, you know, there's going to be an apparent invasion of Taiwan and Putin's going to push forward to finish things off in, in Ukraine and all that stuff. And it's all ultimately going to be good. There's even a rumor out there that Putin and Xi are going to have to sweep in with their militaries and go up against the United States cabal military and save Donald Trump out of this whole thing. Oh, wow. So. I think that would pretty much blow. I mean, we need, you know, the thing is, that's what we need. We need some shock and awe. We need something. Oh, wow. Guess what? All those guys that were fighting the Chinese, the Chinese were the good guys, and the American army were working for the bankers. They were the banking cabal. They were the bad guys, just like in Syria. When Putin gave Trump the soccer ball, and inside the soccer ball was a flash drive, and inside the flash drive were the coordinates for all of the Russian mercenary bases paid for by the Russian banking cabal in Syria. And then when there was a fake chemical attack by Assad who did not commit it, 57 cruise missiles were launched. And guess where they hit? They hit all of those mercenary banking cabal bases. That's why Putin didn't get upset when Trump did that. He's like, eh, okay, bummer. They weren't Russian forces. So with all that as the background, what's going on in Ukraine what do you? What's the latest? What do you hear from the? Well, front? there there are two things happening. First of all, uh, Bakhmut. I keep saying that the that the war is over there, but there there the mopping up operation has been messy, because street to street fighting is the is the hardest kind of fighting there is. And as long as they've got a bunker somewhere launching mortars, they're saying we still have control of Bakhmut. Well, they don't. Bakhmut's over. But here's what's going to happen in the next uh, three weeks unlike our Pacific Northwest or our mountain areas, it's going to start thawing out in the south, especially Zaporizhia and Kyrgyzstan, which is where these, these big battles are. So right. when that happens... Doesn't it become a sea of mud at that yes, point? I mean, when that happens, the whole about. war goes to the air. And that's what the Ukrainians don't have. Once hmm. the war goes to the air, it's over. It's finished. And even Zelensky, Volodymyr Zelensky, was saying this last week. If we lose at Bakhmut, I'm going to have to sit down and negotiate peace because he knows he can't win. They cannot win on the ground. It cannot happen. That whole place, we're talking about 20 feet of topsoil that turns to mud. If you get off the roads, your tank buries to the headlights. Tanks are yep. useless in the countryside. Yeah. I mean, ask the Germans. Yeah, ask the Germans. Everything right. goes to the air. Helicopters, uh, bombers, and fighters. And that's the Russian strong suit. So there's no way Ukraine can win. No way. But when I say that, I don't mean Ukraine's going to be defeated. I mean, these five states are going to have their uh, independence established. And their uh, vote to become Russian citizens is going to stand. And... Russians are going to start coming back and resettling, and the, that area will begin to prosper again. Ukrainians are going to be kept out, 
and God help them if they start shelling over that border again. And by the way, the old, the original CNN story, where back in 2015, when the Ukrainians were shelling Russians in Don, in the Donbass, it got leaked out today. The original CNN story that they buried, somebody let it out, and it's all over the place now. This, these are CNN wow. interviews on the ground in Donbass where these people are talking about how the Ukrainians are shelling apartment buildings, killing mothers and daughters in the streets. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Absolutely yep. amazing that this truth is coming out. Yeah, to finally have this truth come out, and that's one of the th that's one of the things that that will really help us go on the offense is having the truth come out. Um, Christine Packer says, "World Alliance, or it could be her husband, Chester. World Alliance will stand tall." Yeah, Kofevi, Kofevi. Do you know what Kofevi means? It's an Arabic term for. I will stand tall. So, oh, I thought, when Trump was, tweeted, I thought it was Moroccan. And it means I will warm no, when, my feet with the fire made by the bones of your children. I thought that's no, that's that's from oh, Conan okay, the okay. Barbarian. That's from Conan the Barbarian. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, it uh, so when Trump tweeted, despite the constant attacks, Kofevi, what he was saying was, despite the constant attacks, I will stand tall. So people act like it was a spelling mistake. No, it's a Saudi. I mean, he learned it in Saudi Arabia. He got he got back from Saudi Arabia. One or two days later, he he tweeted that out. Interesting fact that most people don't know. Uh, I saw a picture of Bolsonaro. Took a pic with e with G. Wow. Really? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, what about France? Let's talk about France. Does anybody have any anybody know anything about what's going on in France? I mean, we've seen these huge protests. I wish we had a French flag back here, uh, but they didn't give us one. Is there a French flag in here anywhere? No, there's no French flag. No. Let me look. Uh, let me look for a French flag while you talk about it. Um, anybody know anything about uh, about what's going on in France, Bob? Blake, have you heard anything? They're protesting. I know a lot of it's just they raised the uh, retirement age by a couple of years, but I think they're on edge already. They've had so many protests, and they're looking for a reason to. To uh, escalate, so that, I think that's yeah. It's, kind of the it's, straw that broke the camel's back there, but the, yeah, Canada's getting ready to do the same thing because of this executive order that uh, that to Castro, the Castro of the North, just passed, uh, basically giving the government censor power over all the internet, any anything that's yeah, uh, not not yeah. Canadian enough. Uh, gets uh, taken off the air. Canadians are going to revolt. The uh, people in Alberta are furious about it. Yeah, because they'll have to watch the sports network, TSN, instead of ESPN, so Canadians are going to revolt. Couldn't even get Dr. Pepper up there when I was up there. I had to drive to Buffalo. Oh, to my gosh. God, it was awful. Just awful <laughs> stuff. Awful stuff. Awful stuff. So, yeah, the thing is with with France, you know, we talked about this last week. They, they have the Imperial Palace surrounded. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Of Macron. And it's like, how much longer can this guy last? But he keeps lasting. So I'm looking for the trigger. I'm looking for the trigger that, that brings all this stuff to fruition. And, and maybe the trigger is the collapse of the U.S. banking system, the collapse of the U.S. stock market. Maybe when that happens, there's no funds to support. Oh, yay. Thank right. you, Blake. Blake, you did that, right? Yeah. Oh, well, God. You know, uh, God. the cops have sided with the people. 
The firefighters have sided with the people. The first responders yep. have sided with the people. I don't think Macron's got anybody left except soldiers. Yeah, um, that that is, appears to be the case. But, you know, I mean, think about it. If the cabal money was cut off, Lula in Brazil and Macron in France would probably fall immediately. I think followed very quickly by Joe Biden. We got we got a psychic thing today. You know, Biden has four weeks left. What do you think about that, Blake? Any possibility that that's real? I want to believe it, but I'll believe it when I see it. But things are not going well okay. against them, even though they think they're on the offense, getting rid of their guy Trump. But um, they. Turn well, the there are a lot of prayers quickly. out there, a lot of prayers, hoping that he blows a gasket and can't <laughs> speak anymore. Well, he already can't speak, so uh, <laughs> hang on, guys. I have a picture I want to share. I'm going to have to put it up on my Twitter. Um, all right. Um, since we don't have any, um, you know, I, I don't think we're really going to do an entertainment portion of the show today. Um, I want to, I want to show you something and I want to get your opinion on, first of all, um, first thing I want to get your opinion on is, um, I've always said that the historical comp for Donald Trump is Caesar and, you know, it feels like the Senate and the Optimates, the Optimates have him surrounded at this point and they're going to try to assassinate him. So um do, i mean do you agree with that in general mm -hmm. just out of curiosity or, or not? yeah i think you know we're looking at a jack ruby moment here it's it's he's exposed he's in hostile territory it's close quarters it's an uncontrolled situation it's not like standing in front of sixty thousand screaming maga fans there's a plot and we know it and they know it and if there is a a foiled plot and people see it it's going to be hell to pay. You know, the entire Western world would have been very different if Caesar had lived. Sure. And I feel like just esoterically that we now have a chance to see what the world would be like if he hadn't been assassinated. And I think we're, I think we're at the point now where the corrupt Republic is going to try to kill Caesar. And what if he survives? Then, then we get to see what the timeline would have been if he had lived, which I think is really, really interesting. But I wanted to end with one other thing. One other thing um, that I want to show you. This is uh, Mike Pence is talking about running for president. Mike Pence is the guy on the left. The guy on the right also appears to be Mike Pence. And I don't know if you guys can see this. I'm hoping you can. But I'm wondering, I, I need to get a better version of this, but I'm wondering, you think that's Mike Pence with his gay boyfriend there? Looks like it looks, to me. Yeah. yeah, there's a good enough resemblance. That, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I know Marco Rubio, I think it was in the same thing. We're doing yeah. like phone parties in, in Miami similar backgrounds so maybe they kind of like their uh their their conser christian conservative uh, republicans to be compromised and 
yeah, I, I was. I never trust those kind of types anyway. They're usually, uh, you know, in in the closet or, or or what have you. So yeah, Pence. That wouldn't wouldn't surprise me one bit. What do you but think, they, uh, Brooks? I don't know. There's a lot of deep fakery going on out there. This could be it, but uh, you, you just never know about people's youth. I mean, look at look at uh, Big Mike. I mean, there's so many pictures of Michelle as a boy. I don't know if any of that stuff's real. It could be. Yeah, it, it is real. Those are older photographs. That is that is real. This one I don't know, but I thought, well, sure, shit looks like Mike Pence, and wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, wouldn't surprise me at all. Right. So, uh, all right. Well, you know, we could really get the uh, we could really get the opinion of uh, of the crowd here. Let's see what everybody thinks about oh, this yeah. over on the side. Um, today was also a day that they made the pandemic no longer a national emergency. That's good. Uh, the Iraq War is now officially over, which means Iraq can revalue. I'll tell you what: if Iraq revalues their currency. And it's backed by gold. The U.S. petrodollar is dead, which could bring about a stock market collapse. There's so many things in play right now. It's shocking, really. Um, if we organize veterans groups, I bet there would be no shortage of vets that would be happy to guard schools. I agree. You know, it's it's really frustrating because I, I feel like we just really need something big to happen. And it, it doesn't seem to be happen, happening. Uh, Donald Trump would have the biggest microphone everywhere, ever, ever, ever biggest microphone ever um okay da, da, da. there will be a straw that breaks the camel's back yeah but what is that straw that's what we're talking about here well i would think it would the camel's back would have been broken a long time ago it's muskets we don't have no stinking muskets <laughs> <laughs> uh release the kraken yes release the kraken the seattle kraken uh da, da, da. There's video of Zelensky acting like he just snorted a big fat line. He did. He had a drug <laughs> problem. Yeah. Gay coke whore. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Moroccan. Of all the gin joints in the world, she walks into mine. Yeah. Hey, Deb. How you doing? Hi, hey. Deb. We love you. Canada's done for. Maybe not yet. Uh, in France, the cops are siding with the people. Okay, let's let's you know let's arm the rebels in Brazil. Let's arm the rebels in France. Uh, we did it in Germany. Yeah, we dropped forty-five caliber aluminum guns from from uh, airplanes, parachutes. There you go. Cartoons how to use them, and they were they were one-shot guns, and they were designed to arm the civilians again so they could shoot a German and take his weapon, and it worked. By the way, Brooks, this brings up a question. That I want to ask you here. And I'm not going to tell you why I want to ask you, but you might know the answer. I don't know the answer offhand. And I've looked at I've looked online and I, I'm getting all these vague formulas. Oh, before Google, I am. Go ahead. What is the percentage difference in strength, in stiffness between aluminum and steel? In other words, the hardest possible aluminum, ah. T2024 T6 cladding or something, versus construction steel like in other words is aluminum 40 percent as strong as steel or is it 80 percent as strong as steel or 90 percent as strong as steel do you have any idea what that well to define strength you mean hardness or do you mean bending I mean, or I mean, stretching yeah, hard hardness stiffness impact like if you were if you shot an aluminum bullet 
into a steel beam, would it would it go through if it was fast enough and hard enough? If it was the hardest possible aluminum? Well, that's a good have, question because aluminum, you know, of course, gives very easily, which means it can absorb a lot of energy from a bullet. It's kind of hard to shoot through. Right. Steel right. would just bend or 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 break through. Like you could shoot through, you could shoot a two two three through through quarter inch steel pretty easily. Uh, but aluminum can be can be very deceptive, you know, when it comes to impact. So it's yeah, I mean, if harder gonna, to drill through than steel is. Airplanes are made mostly with aluminum because it flexes, and you need to flex the body frame and everything. As and it's a lot lighter. It's a lot lighter. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure. It's not tensile strength. It's it's it, it's compression or impact strength. Like in other words, if you shot an aluminum bullet, a big one into a steel beam, you know, what would be the relative ratio of strength? That's all I'm trying to, would it, would the aluminum be able to go through if you accelerated it? Fast? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, most of the rounds that, uh, are electro, what we call, uh, uh, rail guns are aluminum because, oh, okay. because they're low mass, they're easy to accelerate, but they can achieve speeds of, you know, like Mach seven. So, yeah. you know, force is equal to mass times acceleration. Exactly. So you get it going fast enough, aluminum can, can be very devastating. Well, and, and the reason I'm asking this is for all the 9-11 loonies out there. Because what I'm basically arguing is that people are like, oh, an airplane can't go through steel beams. Well, yes, it can if it's 400,000 pounds and it's accelerated to 475 miles an hour. And aluminum is... 80% as strong as steel. You know, if that's the case, sure, it's going to go through. But that's that's where I'm getting yeah. it. So I have to, I have well, to find, the, track down some absolute information on that. The nose of those jets, though, were fiberglass. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is people, are, people send the picture of the nose dented by a bird, and I'm like, it's a dielectric rubber material. Stiff rubber dielectric material, so the radar waves in the nose can go through it. Notice that it doesn't go through the, the bird did not go through the aluminum bulkhead behind the radar. I know it's it's like, yeah. Trump is patent reincarnated. Okay, well that's interesting. Um, he's pretty. I guess we're referring to Mike. That picture of Mike Pence. Uh, same sideways smile and eyes. Yeah, it is. But is it a Photoshop? That's the that's the question. Um, could be drunks at a frat party or frat boys on coke. Probably the latter. Would be nice. um, speed matters with projectiles. Of course it does. Um, That's why the forty-five caliber automatic was so devastating. It was subsonic. So it would penetrate, but it did not. It had more knockdown power because it didn't go through the body. All the force went into the body and stayed there. 260-grain bullet. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go um, to the end of this thing now. We've been on for about an hour without the entertainment portion, which is fun when you've got a girl here and she's a little bit drunk, which we don't. Um, Blake, any last stories that we think you think we should be talking about in the next week or looking at that we haven't covered yet tonight? Um, I, I want to do say, I do want to say the meme guy, getting convicted in new york has got me absolutely frosted and 
And and again, where are where are the people on our side? We've already seen how corrupt the justice system is. The the that jury and that judge should be, I can't say it, but they should be dragged out and not been very not be very nice to them. But Blake, uh, that that's one thing I think is worth watching. Um, what's up? What do you think we ought to watch in the next week or so besides the Trump? indictment oh well uh yeah besides trump and the uh the financial uh problems we have maybe uh you know carrie lake's got some interesting things going on in in her world so we'll see yeah. how that goes they want to she don't want her looking at the other uh, the signatures on the ballots i know that one's broken i know there's also interesting with the maybe a divide within the lgbtq community there's going to be the lgb saying we're no we're not really quite associated with that so that could be that's also interesting um i don't know how much of that because they canceled the event this week for the day of vengeance so maybe that will uh yeah that fizzle yeah. out I think that's about it that I've seen so far on my radar. So, yeah, just huge to see what uh, happens with Trump. Maybe that will spread. Brooks, anything you want? Yeah, there was a couple cool things happened this week. First of all, Jacob was let out of prison for 14 months. Uh, You all know him as the the QAnon shaman. But I predict that others will be released in the next couple of weeks because of these esculpatory videos People are going to say, well, that's me. That's me right there by the velvet rope. And they're going to be letting these people out. So you are going to see this whole J6 committee lose a lot of wind, a lot of steam. And uh, this is good because that is one of the more official, more officially funded arms. It was really given, you know, MAGA people a, a red ass. But now that all the lies have come out and Tucker did a great job sifting through that stuff and giving us the meat of it. But now all the videos being released and uh, the truth is finally coming out. So yeah, they they all need to be let out. They all need to be I let totally out right agree. now. And, and by the way, that's not a victory. Okay. So some people who used to be on the show that may want to say, well, look at that. We got all these people out of jail. They should never have been in jail in the first right. place. Right. The J6 committee was just a symptom oh. of the radical uh, cabal that's in Washington. I can't, it was unconstitutional in its form, but Congress couldn't do anything about it. Well, that's the thing. You know, the the thing is, I'm going to say, too, is the judge and the prosecutors and everybody should have been arrested on the spot as soon as they sure, sure. That's that's what should have happened. Uh, Somebody's saying that Assange charges were dropped this week or just now. Is that really true? I haven't Um, heard that, but it would be good to have him released, too, because he's probably one of the greatest journalists to have ever lived and nothing he ever published was fake. Yeah, it's all true. Now it doesn't it doesn't appear that that's the case. So um, this is interesting. DC Drano says they locked up Julian Assange, Andrew Tate, Steve Bannon, General Flynn, a thousand plus January six protesters, and now President Trump. Their message is clear: if you challenge the regime, we will destroy you. One day we will re- return the favor. And uh, guys, I'm going to say it again: if this actually happens with Trump. Uh, Take your money out of the banks. Let's let's start a bank run. We can start a little bank run right here with this audience that we have. Take your money out of the banks. Go buy silver. I like the coins. Go buy silver. Yeah. Um, or put it under your mattress and only pay your bills when you need to. And pay your bills with cash. Fuck the banks. Starve them. Let's starve the enemy. 
Okay. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for Friday Night Fun Time. It wasn't a lot of fun. Maybe one next ad, Friday we will have one quick One quick ad. Oh. Don't forget, oh. in June, we're going to Spruce Pine in Spruce North, Pine. Carolina. North Carolina. Need Spruce Pine. It's going to be an amazing UFO event. Spruce Pine UFO um, uh, Festival. Brooks is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Tom Reed's going to be there. We don't know if Blake Wally's going to be there, but we want him there. Oh, I'm going to make an effort. Yeah. Maybe we could do a show. Maybe we could do the show from oh, yeah. my laptop. Spruce Pine. Yeah. That'd be cool. It's entirely possible. It's, 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 not, it's not beyond the realm of possibility. So that's uh, something we could think about doing. And yeah, Spruce Pine, uh, don't forget to get your ivermectin from brooksagnew.com, brooksagnew.blog.com. Go to the th store, the therapeutics. Don't forget our wonderful sponsors, the CBD gurus for all kinds of cool health products. Don't forget the next level news for TV's Blake Wally and the Agree to Disagree show, which is on what, about three times a week, Blake, when you put it on with Stephanie? Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday for sure. And then sometimes if we can squeeze another episode, we do. We did one this afternoon yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's going great. Okay. It's Brian All right, guys. Uh, good night. Kathleen and Bella Perez says, I will see you at Spruce Pine. I can't wait. All right, guys. I'm sorry we weren't more entertaining tonight, but it's not what's going on right now is not funny. And uh, one way or the other, we're going to find out very soon whether there really are any good guys and whether they're going to come over. The cavalry is going to come over the hill. We're about to find out one way or the other. That's it. Thanks. See you guys back on Monday. And we'll the rest of the crew will be here on Friday, hopefully with Jenny, on Friday. And we love you, and we will see you soon. Blake, you better get a Star Trek-themed intro ready, just in case. <laughs> okay. Any show. All right. Love you guys. Bye -bye. Talk to you later. Bye -bye.